Yo, what's up, Dop? Yo, you fell off, King. You... I'm just taking out for a joyride. Yo. <laughs> Get my likes in, King. It actually, it actually goes hard. It actually fits you, not going to lie. Uh, yeah, sure, whatever you say. I plan on... Um, it does. Look, I just said, do board apes follow board apes? I'm just, I'm gathering them up, and then I'm fucking flipping on them. Look, I'm like your favorite founder. Flip, flip uh, triple F. Uh, dude, I'm going to gather them up, and then I'm immediately taking this PFP. I said, do board apes still follow board apes? I see them in there, absolute bozos. Yeah, let's fucking go. They, got, they, got, they don't see it coming. Uh, the writing's on the wall. Uh, this is a temporary grab the board apes and get the fuck out. That's where I'm at with it at the moment, Dup. Um, that's where I'm, no, I don't know. Maybe I'll keep it though. What do you think, Dup? It's fire. I think it's, it, I don't know. Uh, besides the jumpsuit, like, I don't know if you want to be associated with that, but, uh, other than that, I think it's fire. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. We're, we're testing it out. I'm already seeing engagements going through the roof. I'm seeing immediate validation. It's on easy mode now. I feel like everything was just put on easy mode. So I think I immediately switched back, but Dup, I mean, you have, you have expensive PFPs. You decide to use a cheap one. It's not that cheap. It's like <laughs> things like two dollars. It's like yeah, um, it's like ten bucks. Like we, dude. What I we had a we had like a found. We don't get through anything. I've noticed when we start talking to founders, there's just so many fucking questions. I, are you surprised people are willing to build in these market conditions? No. Why? Why would you just give up because the money's dry? Why would you? I don't. I don't see why anyone would give up on that. Um, I mean, obviously you have the opportunists that came in and just vacuumed all the liquidity and left, but like the real ones are here trying to build and you have to admire that. So, Hmm. Well, how do we, how do we let them talk without it becoming like a whole shill zone is the, is where I'm at. The, do we just have like an orchestra, like a five question script that they just answer? Like, what do you, what blockchain are you on? Um, that's really all I care about is what blockchain you're on and have you minted? What, Everything why else. are you worried about blockchain? Look, I mean, I now have the Sam Bain, uh, fraud men of the world fucking up for everyone, you know? And you got a methamphetamine fucking sex circle ring fucking uh, using customer fund motherfuckers to gamble with. Yeah, I don't want to be a participant on that blockchain at the moment. Is that okay, Dup? No. Okay. Um, so you're saying that... I, I just hate that the reliance on it. But maybe that reliance has been destroyed now now there is no reliance on that now there's no reliance on anyone but it, everyone says it's the vc chain they don't know they everybody's just got the tinfoil hats on they don't get it there's builders on solana uh the prices <laughs> don't talk about the price but uh doc don't raise your hand i wasn't talking about you uh but um yeah no it's i think it's fine uh sam is just one person at the end of the day obviously he's a he was a he wasn't even a billionaire it wasn't even his money he was spending. So we can't even say that. So he didn't do shit. Um, yeah, it's just Sam. So. All right. Well, look, we got a bunch of NFT founders that still want to come. They got pissed, dude. I had a bunch of mad DMs like, you fucking didn't let me speak. I waited fucking two hours. I'm like, I don't know what to say, Dup. I feel like we're we're going fast, but I guess we weren't going fast enough. No, you always do that. You've, you've been doing that every Sunday. Like, you swear you're going to be more like... Uh put together for these founder spaces and every time you just you lose track they get you with their little uh you're like a cat with the little ball thing i mean they have people you. saying like they were geolocation watching developers they were fucking your developers are from fucking i've never heard some shit like that i mean do you care where the developers are from up 
No, I'm only, I only care about if the de- the dev is cracked or not. Anything else? Is, what is a crack yeah. dev to you? Oh, fuck. You just you, if you know, you know. Like if they're cracked, they're cracked. If they're not, they're not. Like then they're shit. You know. Okay, that that's where I'm like, um, do we care about developers up or do we care more about founders? Uh, oh fuck. I I care about talkers. I don't know if they're boring. Or if they're like talking in paragraphs and threads, like I don't, I don't want that. Uh, which usually is what uh, devs do, besides Rose. So devs put me to sleep. Normally, mm, normally, if they have a dev that doesn't put me to sleep, they're dangerous. So you got to look out for those. Those are the people that can move shit. Doc, uh, I want to ask you, man. You're a developer or you're a founder. I'm sorry on Solana. Um, are you worried at all? I'm not. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm worried. I, I will say like I'm bullish on the people, the builders, you know, just like everyone in here that still are, are in the Solana communities. That's where I'm bullish. Super bearish on the founders, the token allocations. I mean, they're dumping the, the coins on our heads at this point. They're minting $30 million apartments. You know, we're, you know, we are, we're the ones that are really uh, in the day to day in the bear market now just losing money, not even making money. But still, you know, really dedicated and believe um, in the whole Web3 ethos. So it's if it's on Solana or if it's on another blockchain, I think it's really the people where the value is. And how I'm looking at, at as a founder now is how do I not leave Solana? I'm not going anywhere, but how do I add these NFTs to other blockchains? So if you minted one of our NFTs on uh, on Solana and it's number 420, and it's exactly that NFT. How do I give that same NFT to you on the Ethereum blockchain and on all these other blockchains? So I'm, I'm looking how to add rather than leave and, and take away. That's interesting. So you're trying to omni-chain. Um, I, think that's a, I think that's a great idea. I, I like that idea. Um, all right, so you're moving your collection. You're going to keep it on Solana, but you're also going to move it to ETH? Yeah, I'm going to ask, so I, where I'm looking to, and I even look, talked to Rose, who's a Solidity dev um, and a, a Rust uh, developer. So, I mean, these are, these are people in our ecosystem that are amazing. And that's, a, that's where, where it's like, I don't want to leave Solana because I don't want to leave the people. You know, the people is really what brought me here in the first place. So, yeah, Wait, I'm exactly. There, there are, you said they're a Rust developer. That's, that's for Solana. And then Solidity, is that for Solana as well? That's that's uh, uh, Ethereum. So, so they know Solidity. how to develop on Ethereum and Solana, and they chose Solana over Ethereum. Yeah, I'm talking about Rose, who who can even you can even chime in. Yeah, she she's I I no, talked to her. Uh, offline. No. We 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 can pontificate on what they're developing. I mean, Doc, do you think it's wise to develop on a dead blockchain? No, absolutely not. And that's and that's that's the thing about Solana. See, to me, the price is dead. Right. It's been fucking beaten with a bat. Is it going to recover? No fucking clue. But the blockchain is still intact and still healthy. And the builders that are building on it are so fantastic. So that's where the value is on the chain. And now as as a founder trying to give value to my uh, to my collectors is, is now how do I give them the same NFT on Ethereum? Because that's we all know Ethereum is going to be the safest bet. And then there's these other chains. If it's Polygon, we don't know who the winner is ever going to be but to me the winner is in the communities because uh, you know you came full circle 
where it's really about that art, man. All the other stuff that we've been sold is all bullshit. These stupid, these terrible tokens, they're all illegal in the United States is what we learned, right? So it's like all these tokens are all going to zero. So what the value is, is the art that you like personally, and then the people that it brings together. That's it. Yeah, um, I agree. It, but I do believe, um, yeah, I agree with that. I like that. You know, art on the blockchain is undefeated. Well, I want to ask Rose, you know, you, well, first of all, Doc, I don't know why you're resume watching. Uh, Rose, do you know Rust and Solidity? Yeah, I learned Solidity. Okay, that's what I'm saying. You know, they understand these type of developments and they just don't know what to do. They have all this technical skills. They can build anything, but they don't know what to build. That's the problem, uh, Doc. Well, that's what I noticed with a lot of developers. They can develop anything, but developing into a market demand, very difficult to do. Um, you know, you got Magic Tragic Eden. You know, they're willing to pay you, like, millions of dollars if you can figure out how to fix the royalty thing. I mean, they have fucking 50,000 developers, and they can't develop a... <sighs> Anyways, uh, I'm just disappointed with Magic Eden. That's all. I just... Oh, I don't know how they are still the face of Solana. I just They just drive me nuts. Doc, I want to know your thoughts on... Look, I'm going to put you in a sticky situation. I don't know if you feel comfortable about talking about Magic Eden. Maybe you're bullish on them, actually. So I'd like to hear what your thoughts on are on Tragic Eden. Yeah, no, there's, I always keep a thousand. I'll tell them right to their face. I, I'll say that they fumbled uh, the bag completely when it came to royalties. And it was, was terrible is that we kind of hit as a community, we kind of got hit like back to back to back. It was first no royalties. Then it was your coin has no value, you know, back to back. Uh, but what I will say like about Magic Eden is they, they really squandered an incredible opportunity to go back the uh, creators. And instead they kind of just did the easiest, which was take their uh, market fees to 0%. But that what, where, where I see the big tragedy is like now nobody's making money. Magic Eden as a company and as a marketplace is making zero. And now most collections on the second tier are make, making zero. So it was just a terrible move. I would say that to Jack. I like the people who work at Magic Eden. If it's Chartfu, uh, if it's Tiff, if it's Robbie, like they're all great people. They're all great in this community. It's just like the big, big, you know, decisions. They're not there. So, you know, you got to talk to maybe Jack or somebody else, but I would tell him straight and i like all of them terrible move and it really hurt us yeah i think they're i i really like their marketing team i don't like their business team whatsoever they are just so fucking back and forth back and it's not even you know i like tiff i like chart i like all those people you mentioned you know and it's unfortunate that like the they don't have control over it right they don't like they hear from the community they were very community-driven marketplace. They were incorporating things, everything, everything. Uh, it was pretty amazing. But, yeah, as of late, uh, they've fallen off. They've completely fallen off. Although I do see that Solana NFT volume is half of what – I've never seen it this high. Well, I guess, like, what was it? OK Bears they actually flipped them for, like, a day or something like that. But, like, as of late, it's been, like, one-tenth to one-fifteenth the price. Of, but now I'm seeing it's 50% of the volume of NFTs are on Magic – I'm sorry – uh, there's like $8 million worth of NFT volume on OpenSea and like $4.5 million on Magic Eden. Why do you think that is, Doc? Um, 
Well, you know, obviously, like OpenSea is going to get like the big sales, the CryptoPunk sales. You know, one CryptoPunk selling or one ape selling is is like you know pretty much half of all Solana NFTs being sold at once. So you're going to get like the the bulk of the you know the dollars being you know uh, coming out of the Ethereum whales. But with Solana, when you have zero percent any fees now you've got a marketplace with zero percent fees and then i gotta got stop you i gotta stop you i mean we have the number one polygon influencer up here right now on stage uh we got 51 he's just fucking pinning up polygon magic he, this is five fucking days ago homie uh, five fucking days ago this is complete you know like after 18 minutes a tweet's irrelevant you got fucking eight, five days ago he's fucking pulling out the yearbook well one time magic eden said they were bullish on poly no one gives a fuck about poly I mean, we had, what was the founder of Poly, CEO founder? We had him up here, Ryan Fwiz or whatever. Eh, eh, he's okay, he's okay. But, you know, like you're saying, no. Um, they're not for retail, they're more for business, 51. Uh, 51, I, I want to actually pass it off to Sphinx. Uh, Sphinx, what's your thoughts on Magic Eden? Um, I'm not going to say what's magic and what's tragic, but uh, Doc Hall dot dot dot, are you the founder of the project? Um, I'm a founder of a NFT studio here on Solana and I'm um, a founder of a project called Best Buds. Yes. Oh, That's, okay. That's what I meant. Okay. So I would put that in your bio um, because uh, I was looking at your bio and I couldn't tell. So um, that's, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty cool and impressive. I would put that in there. Also, I was curious when you were talking about, um, you know, you were just, you know, the blockchain, you're on Solana and then now um, sort of moving also going to incorporate Ethereum. Um, when you were trying to make a decision on which blockchain to go to, I'd like to know, at what point did you decide, um, did your team get together and decide, you know, maybe we should write a tweet out to the community and ask the community which blockchain they think we should go on and whatever they say we should go on, we should pick that one. Uh, did you guys think about doing that or did you just sit down and think, let's decide what blockchain is best for us in our project? I'm just curious how that goes. I'm going on mute. Everything we've done so far is very community uh, driven. So everything is always going to be uh, communicated with the community. And we definitely let the community kind of voice all those uh, you know, decisions. And, and we do like, you know, weekly Twitter spaces. We do these Discord um, uh, polls. Absolutely. And, and the consent, like how we found Solana, we're, we're super early here. So like I got into NFTs really, really early, like in 2020. Um, and those were just like one of one NFTs that was all on Ethereum. What I saw though on Ethereum, uh, really early was, was funny. It's kind of like what exists now. Um, but which was like the same, you know, beanie maxis are the same type of influencers kind of just like controlling the market and whatever they said was good, you know, is, is what was good. And, and I didn't want to go the path of like paying influencers and doing all that. So I just was like, okay, how do we just, you know, pretty much like, I want to build things that have use case like tickets. I always, I always wanted to ticket events, uh, things that you want needed like really cheap transactions, um, and fees for, so there weren't many, um, options. So there was a time where I literally talked to like pretty much every blockchain because I, we represent, I 
really big IP. Some like one of the projects we brought in was Michael Jordan's uh, Air Air um, project here in Solana. So as like we're representing IP, we're talking to all these different blockchains. What I found on Solana was it did everything we needed it to do. And Metaplex, which which is the NFT standard on Solana, would fund and help us build things we needed to help, you know, the, you know, things we wanted to build. Where you go to another blockchain, it was more good luck. I'm not a developer. I'm more I'm I come from the you know, I'm from the music business and the entertainment business. So I have ideas. I go, we should do this. This would be great. People want this. And then I need to lean on on other people to build those things. So when we first came into Web3 here, we thought Solana could do everything. And it did for a long time. Now we're at a we're at a point where Solana blew up way bigger than we ever thought it would. I came to Solana before actually there was any NFTs, before there was even Degen Ape Academy. There was there was nothing. And it was more, this is amazing. Now we can build this right. Solana ended up being very similar to these other chains. So it's kind of all the same now. So there's really no big difference. And, and I go back to it. It's really, it's really up to the people. It's where the people want to be. So if my people want to be somewhere, I'm going to take them there. And I just really, my job, in my opinion, is how do I, how do I add value to my holders and how do I add value to other community members so they want to be my holders? You know, there's the one, one thing I wanted to add, because this was said yesterday. Um, yesterday, some people were saying, Art is the utility. And I really want to push back on that because for generative projects, art is not the utility. Art is its own category, okay? When we evaluate generative NFT projects, we look at different things. Everyone should have their own system of DYOR for evaluating NFT projects. But like for me, art is a big one because I like art, right? So, but I don't want it to be um, confused with art is the utility. For, for NFT generative projects, art is not the utility. And if a project is saying that, that means they don't have utility. So art, if they have good art, that is worthy of its own category. So they have good art, that's fine. But when it comes to utility, Okay, what are they doing? Are they providing a community? Are they providing um, access to knowledge, to connections, to a network, to social uh, sphere? Uh, whatever it is, uh, I just want to beware when generative projects, that's completely different for one of one art, okay? Completely different. For one of one art, it's the art. And I'm a huge patron of the arts. But when it comes to generative projects, I do think that's a cop-out when they say art is the utility. It's not. And for a generative project, you need to have utility. And I'm going on mute. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I look at generative art. Could be like a, like you're saying, like a Web3 business almost? Yeah, you know, um, when you have a generative project, um, you have, uh, at least in this for in this uh what's popular thus far has been you know what's represented by an art form right it's a pfp but it's more than that it's your ticket to access it's your um key to somewhere to something so what you have to understand the difference between uh, an nft from a generative project than a one-of-one -one, okay is the fact that do you have access to 
um, that community. What is that community? What's on their roadmap? Is their roadmap reasonable? I always tell um, projects, I tell them, you know, understand the difference between a goals map and a roadmap. When, when people buy your NFTs for generative project, they shouldn't have to wait six, nine months for you to reach your goals that are dependent on XYZ factors. No, they pay today. What do they get today? Okay, that's the utility. When you pay for an NFT, what you get today, that's the utility. If you can't answer that question, then there's no utility. And you, it's okay. You got to go back to the drawing board and you got to sit there and think, are we going to be legit? If we're going to be legit, we got to realize we are asking good, honest people to pay with money they've earned to buy something of ours. What do they get today? What did they get today? Okay. So, and if, and if that's amazing Twitter spaces, okay. If that's a community that stands up for its own, if that's a community that, sh that forms an alliance that says no man down, that says no man or woman left behind. Okay. If that's a community where you go and you feel like you've come home and you feel accepted, if, even if it's that, and I say, even it's not a small thing, say that but to but be very clear utility is important and utility is not your goals and when someone pays for an nft they need to know what they're getting that day i'm going on mute that's a good point uh look we got a bunch of hands up here oh what the fuck who the fuck was that i think it was that guy He's gone. Um, you know, Web3, I say it time and time again. It's the land of one opportunity. You can come off mute. You can fucking do some fuck shit. You're out of here. Um, immediately replaced for Board Ape. And we just upgraded. We upgraded now the speaker panel. Look, we got all sorts of Board Apes just lurking around. You say Board Ape, follow Board Ape. All of a sudden, they're all fucking around. Uh, yeah, 50. Well, I don't know why you're throwing up hundreds. That shit's probably minted on fucking Matic. Uh, probably minted on Matic. I want to go. You know, look, we got Board Apes up here. I want to pass the mic off to Red Falcon. I mean, Falcon, you're using an NFT on a on a blockchain that's going to zero uh, faster than Solana. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I can't give any comment on that. I'd love to, but for legal reasons, I genuinely can't. Uh, I want to fight. Wait, what are you, who are you? Hang on, Web three community manager. So I, I used to be the community manager for uh, Crypto.com's flagship NFT project, Loaded Lines, but uh, no longer. Listen, this motherfucker. Oh, yeah, well, wait, wait, when you're clutching at straws, you got to pull them where you can. <laughs> All right. Well, I actually, um, so I wanted wait. to throw a question to Doc, actually, if you got the chance. No, so, uh, you don't get that chance. Um, Doc oh, no. is just a stage prop. Yeah, no. Look, I made him co-host <laughs> in hopes his community sees. Oh shit, Doc's up here speaking. Yeah, there us up here. He's just like, he's not, he's not throw, <laughs> throw him any questions. Uh, I want to throw you a question. Why'd you leave the Go community manager from a flagship on Kronos? Uh, I didn't leave it, unfortunately. That wasn't my decision. All right. It sounds like we're down tremendously. Okay, so <laughs> go ahead and, and ask your question to Doc. So I wanted to throw out to Doc purely because he's obviously running himself his own project. And as you spoke about, Alex and stuff, there's got a lot of the developers but don't necessarily have the ideas to put things into actions. And from being in my community management positions and stuff, one of the biggest utilities that are constantly screamed about are wanting royalties and essentially passive income. But I wanted to get your insight on what you think 
actually whether or not giving away royalties would even be of benefit and whether it'd actually be of better use to reinvest it into the project and development to provide value elsewhere. I feel like a, a really big mistake is when you feel like you have to pay your community members to be your community members. So I would just like urge like whoever you get in your community, like just just and, and your utility doesn't have to be anything more than your community. Like it could just be the people that can be like, oh, I can call that person. He can do he can do this. So I would more focus just on on really just on on building the people who and, and, and attracting the people who genuinely want to be there. That's kind of like your base layer. Um, I don't really believe in like, you know, I, I kind of I like the staking, uh, you know, a year ago. But what we all came to find out was like mo most of these tokens are securities. So they're not it's not even legal to do in the United States. Look, look at Yuga Labs. They're not even letting ape holders uh, stake in the U.S., and then and then and then B, most of those tokens are just going to trend to zero. They're just going to be sold. They're going so you're going to passively give it to them and they're just going to they're going to actively sell it. So that's not really a good utility for the people in your community that are believers. So I wouldn't attract flippers. I wouldn't attract anybody else other than the people who genuinely want to be there. And if your NFT uh, supply is is 10 NFTs or if it's 10,000 I, I think it's more just focusing on however many you can possibly get to, to be active. Love it. Thank you. So, Doc, I know you know a lot of uh, music musicians because of your line of work. Uh, are there any musicians that are interested in entering into Web3 at the moment? Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot. There's actually a lot of record companies that are on the sidelines. Those are the ones who own all the copyrights um, of the music. So to, to, to me, the real value in music is not even just the, the person. It's the asset, which is the music, with, which makes royalties on its own. Um, so, yeah. So like uh, Celine, who's one of the heads of uh, Universal, um, she's really interested in bringing her artists uh, into Web3. Then there's artists that have been in NFTs and musicians that have been in NFTs. Now, the problem with those musicians is that their managers didn't know how to kind of, you know, to really like, how, they didn't know how to work into the space because in music and especially entertainment, you get paid a fee to do tweets. So all these people were unfortunately paid by all these crypto companies and NFT collections to tweet. So everything was very transactional. So these celebrities, these musicians were like, yo, I'm getting paid X amount to tweet. Cool. I'm getting X amount to do a Twitter space. I'm doing I'm getting paid X amount to do an NFT collection. So instead, it's more about finding the people in, in, in that are that are famous that you don't have to pay. So like I'm one of the only people that that at this point will only pay a celebrity if, if they're going to give me IP, if they're going to give me something of value in return. So like we did this deal to, to, to a, 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 you know, soldier boy, everybody could laugh at him, but he was the first rapper to ever put out an NFT in 2020. And instead of me going, Hey, let me go to soldier boy and pay for some tweets. I said, Hey, let me go to soldier boy and buy his publishing. Then I can take that publishing from soldier boy. I can then give it to those NFT holders. And now they're songwriters on that soldier boy song that are now going to be making royalties, passive, real passive income as songwriters for, for life on that song. So I'm really more focused on trying to find the musicians, the celebrities, the people that you don't have to pay to do an NFT, but if you do pay them, give you something of actual value.
that's interesting. So I think that's a catalyst to bring in a lot of people, you know, like, and then, so you have that and then you can, you, you can like, we saw Binance leverage this thought, you know, you could leverage it with Tragic Eden. You could leverage it with OpenSea. You could leverage it with like these other smaller marketplace. I think, what is it? I don't know. Rose has their own marketplace. Uh, you know, Machi has his. I think a lot of people are missing out. That's the real, you know, you got these catalysts. Um, I think you could use these. Everyone could win, right? You can create these scenarios where everyone wins. I think that's a real. Anyways, uh, look, we got the Poly number one influencer of Poly up here. Uh, 51, number one. I don't want to hear from him at all. We got UFE, uh, you know, almost UFC, right? If you remove that little middle part in, in the E, it'd be UFC. Really, really clever marketing on their part. I don't want to hear from them at all. Uh, we got Knox up here as well. He's got Conehead. You know, he's still shilling the Reddit avatars. I mean, Kang, I'm down on him tremendously, so maybe you can show him a little bit harder. Uh, Kismet's up here with their hand up. They were upset with me yesterday. You know, we had like a three-hour space. They sat up there. I didn't call on them once. Uh, this would be a great opportunity to call on. Uh, not going to them, though. Okay, so Block, I want to go to you real quick. I see that you're now using a mutant ape uh, you, po you posted is that your new PFP? Or are you are you engagement farming? Oh, dog, I'm engaged.